I won't. I, I promise you, I won't intervene. No, that's exactly what you'd say if you were going to screw him <laughs> over. Oh, <wow. laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. Welcome back to another episode of the Return the Picks podcast. I'm David Bluck. We've got Ollie Wilson with us, professional sportscaster and producer, and Jazz, who's just a dentist. Woo-hoo. How you doing, Jazz? We've I'm never, good, we've never mentioned you? your jobs on the podcast, I don't think. No, I think we have. I, no. We've referenced them in passing to our guests. I don't think we've ever said that you're just a estate agent or whatever you do. Whatever you do, <laughs> surveyor, at least call me that. Use my proper title. Surveying the NFL. Surveying the NFL, baby. <laughs> Surveying all the bets that I've got wrong. How did you guys get on last week? Oh, horribly. Not great. Turns out if you get a 600 to 1 bet, it doesn't always come off. Yeah. Not and ideal. I think, Ollie, you're one away, buddy. Oh, no, that was for the first half of games oh, for okay. like the big accumulator. Yeah, that oh. would have been, that would have given me a really nice cash out going into the late games. Um, no. Which games did you lose on that one? Oh, the Colts banged me last week on that. Oh, rough. Yeah, I got all of the other early games right, except for the Colts. And you got, Last week you had everything but the Chargers who lost to the Texans. Is that right? No, that was me. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh, the Chargers minus ten. Oh dear. And my Falcons could not manage to beat the Bills. They tried. That surprising. It's weird. They tried. Nobody, nobody <laughs> warned you about that. Even in no, before no, the season started. Week one guarantee. Yeah, was. Bills Just... will get beaten by the Falcons. Come on, let's not forget that. That was ludicrous. <laughs> No, I'm um, just saying. There's one look, weird guys, result in the year. That's gonna be it. You know, things that. things happen. Things happen, and uh, I, you know, I'd uh, I'll probably make similar mistakes fa- next year when I'm predicting this season. In fairness, it was snowy in Buffalo, and yeah. In my defense, as well, I obviously got the Bills one wrong, but if they beat the Saints this week, we're basically where I thought the Falcons would be this this year so have you gone uh, back and checked that in terms of uh what win loss yeah I well and also that. the games you predicted because I, I do think you were really close yeah i am i am pretty close i think i think it's just the it's just this one i'm and way maybe off with one the other or something philadelphia prediction yeah what you said four wins or something horrible yeah. didn't you yeah i said nine or ten for the steelers so i'm one away yeah there or thereabouts mm. except in the playoff race and Dave officially owes me twenty pounds for the Browns uh, it, yeah. not making it to the. How many Guinnesses round, is perhaps. that in in London these days? Two Guinnesses, probably <laughs> more than a half. One and maybe. a half. Yeah. Okay. Just well, you like are a, it. a multi a twenty pack of Guinness. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want cans. I, I want it to be draft. I'm going to have it. Yeah, I mean, at least I get to watch you do the Guinness challenge. It's one of my few joys in life. Well, there you go. That's a great time to stop <laughs> and then start the rest of the podcast. By the way. Dave needs to say what we spoke about, and you know. Huh? Oh no, I was just doing the welcome yeah. bit and I the introduction. You, was, you don't like, want to do any. The... Uh, you don't want to do any hosting. I did all the talking. So. Over the middle, picked off. Season fired, intercepted. Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore, down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's 
start with a drink of tequila to celebrate being in the playoffs. Oh, jeez. Because I've been... This- fucking guy Wait. you've been like off the your own team's bandwagon the whole year yeah i know i'm not on. i'm not that's, that's shocking that is it's an eagles fan it's what we do ah you suck you're terrible i hate you go birds yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. all always... your fat all your fat eagles fans leaning on the railings until they fall over and then being like oh no the railings weren't Look, fixed properly the washington football team <laughs> hate america they're trying to kill you know the national bird of America, they hate the indigenous people of America. That Washington football team, so they desperate, they, they hate everybody. This and they can't even build a proper stadium. It's just a good job that Jalen Hurts was there to shake some hands and you know pose for some pictures or whatever it, he was doing. Is it a coincidence as well Ollie, that they're announcing their new uh, jersey team name, hyping up for <sighs> next year on the same week that you had the anniversary of the Capitol riots? That's I didn't realise it was that. <laughs> That's think very about, good. Think about that. You know? It turns out that. they're going to be the Washington Shamans. <laughs> That's great. That would be an awesome logo That's on the really side of the good. helmet. Yeah. I've, you know what I've heard on uh, reading the YouTube comments? I was trying to get, like, see if anybody had any kind of, like... Is this of the video it? that they released of the... Yeah, the one that you yeah, said yeah. to watch, right? I didn't watch all of it. I no, you can't. It's just weird Washington propaganda. Oh, I, I, watched, I mean, how I much the did they thing. pay Gibbs to go on and say all of that stuff? Well, and know. also, like, I don't want to watch a video where I don't see anything. I get yeah. to see somebody talking about something that I can't see. Although you can see bits of stuff and it lo- all looks terrible. That Washington... jerseys look quite nice. No, he's talking about it being know. on the shoulder, the yellow on the shoulder, which yeah. is... Nah, the the Washington jersey at the moment is one of the nicest jerseys for colour schemes, I think. That kind of mauve red with the the white and uh, yellow on the sleeve. Not mauve, yeah, whatever it you is. You said mauve. Deep red. There we go. Maroon? The di- yeah, maroon. All right, Jazz, colour king. Mauve is purple. What's what? mauve? I don't he care. He said mauve. Yeah, I did say mauve. M-A-U-V-E. Okay, Nothing like maroon. I'm going to have a look at the mauve. God, I really prefer it when you're not on this podcast, Jazz. It's so much better. <laughs> you just apologise about how mean we were about yeah, it last no, week. I, I think don't, you want to retract that. Don't care. <laughs> Back on it. Um, but oh, so, I, I so like, they're, no, cause they're it, talking I... about it on the shoulders. I like the current jersey. The current kit they've got is looks great with the numbers on the helmet and everything like that. And now they're going to change, again, the lid that has the thick yellow with the white bits on the outside running down the centre, and now it looks like it's going to be some weird two-tone. Everything's going to be super modernised for that Washington kit. And as we know, all the traditional stuff, as the Cleveland Browns found out with their kits, always looks better than the new jazzy version. That's why the Jags keep changing their kit every two weeks. That's why the Bucks reverted back to their original kit. Yeah, I'm sure the Falcons will go back to something more classic after this. Well, the one. Falcons play like 30% of their games in those old school black ones anyway during the <laughs> yeah. season because they're like, oh no, yeah. this looks way For better. For good reason, like, yeah. good reason. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. The Washington kit is uh, is nice. Oh, yeah. I, so, I like it too. So the Washington uh, Commanders, they were saying on the YouTube. Oh, so it's going to be a real best. military base thing. I have not yeah. heard that. Okay. Yeah. And I think maybe they're going to try and, you know, kind of lean into that 
we they're going to have really... a pentagon on the we side don't... of their helmet. Yeah, well, like, okay, so... <laughs> and people are going to be like, oh, that's a, that's an actually an occult sign <laughs> rather than the yeah. pentagon, and people are going to make up real big theories right. about so why this... it's still racist or something right. like that. Yeah. This leans in to my, my thinking about the anniversary of the Capitol riots. It leans into them having a racist-ass name in the first place. It leans into them making statements saying we've been forced into this decision basically by the league. We're not happy about it, but we'll go with it. Fine. Whatever. That's like their whole yeah. attitude throughout this thing. But like if they I think they, they can lean into that kind of right wing America that loves the military and that hates kneeling during the national anthem. So the Washington commanders kind of make sense to me. I like it. I or mean, generals the, sal- the or salute but- to service months they will have a full-on commando kit or whatever you know it's a plane yeah, yeah they'll camo. just play in pure camo and i'll give them i'll give them a crazy advantage though you won't you won't be able to see them on the yeah you know oh it's just that i mean, that I mean, would... I mean their white jersey won't be a white jersey their away jersey will literally be camouflage can you imagine if they did actually let them camouflage like the turf and like the white lines, yeah, like yeah. kickoff and stuff, they'd be like, the just one like, guy, one guy on each play. They so... score on every kickoff return. <laughs> yeah, no idea where it is. It's just a ball floating down the pitch. They all just lie down. It. They all just lie down and then spring up and like. Oh, they got full ghillie suits on. Am I that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Until they take, until they play the Chinatown Warriors, who all come out of punji pits or something like that, out of their half of the field and attack them all. Well, Vietnamese warriors or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It feels like you're a Washington fan at this point, to be honest. What was it? We had the New York hanging ducks, right? They can do that. Uh, all right. Oh. Okay. Oh, boy. Redacted. Uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, that's that's going to be shit, though. Also, commando just means not wearing boxers as well. So commander, if you... commander, commanders, commanders. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have the commandos, but yeah, yeah. you're right. You, that would mean you not, just psych the like the guy on the underwear. opposite side of the line to you. Be like, dude, you're not wearing underwear. Like every play, <laughs> just bugging them the whole. Dude, you guys don't wear underwear in this team. It's weird. I don't think you'd be talking about another guy's like underwear when you're like, you know four inches away from his face and i bet you'd be surprised what people dick. talk about <laughs> on like during the game oh, so the dude you uh what, what you're wearing down there jock strap uh, boxes briefs yeah what's boxes or briefs <laughs> i'd love that if, like some hench like defensive defensive guard or something was like <laughs> hey man you <laughs> ain't <laughs> you ain't got a panty line on those leg sets what are you wearing what are you wearing <laughs> Let's take it in Aaron Donald's head. Oh, I'm wearing these uh, very nice cashmere. That'd be a tiny white oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Donald, oh, damn it, he did it again. Oh, no. And Aaron Donald is having a tortuous night. <laughs> Sean McVeigh's going to have to bench him. That'd be a fun mic'd up. That would be very fun, yeah. Just comes out the week later. I think I'd just try and make them laugh. Like, that'd be uh, that'd be a fun way of trying to do it. Just try and make them laugh, like, right before the snap and just lose that killer instinct. Yeah, you pretend you're pointing out line adjustments and actually just poke them on the nose and go, beep, beep. <laughs> that, actually, that I think that would fucking send you get the killed. guy, like, yeah, Aaron yeah. Donald's going to murder your whole family Yeah, you beep him on the nose. Yeah, just like going to a safari park and putting your hand out and, and 
beeping like a tiger or a lion or a bear and thinking that's going to end well. Yeah. That arm is coming off. So have you guys got anything else to say about the AB thing then? Oh, well, Antonio Brown is clinically insane, except I think I met somebody this week who's more insane than Antonio Brown. Okay, tell us. Is this a, <laughs> is this a Tinder date? No, this is... A, it may have been a Tinder date. It wasn't one I was on. Um, I found out that somebody who lives in one of the blocks of flats near me is called Francesca, and she's a hawk. Uh, according to this person, <laughs> because at three o'clock in the morning, half past three in the morning on Tuesday night, I woke up because there was some guy in the car park just right. yelling so fucking loudly. Just you kid, you fucking whore, f***ing, you f***ing stupid whore. Whore. What, like a disgruntled ex-boyfriend? Maybe, or a disgruntled current ex-boyfriend, or something Disgruntled's like that. Disgruntled's like such a tame word to use <laughs> yeah. for that language, isn't it? Just like, he was upset. slightly annoyed. Mate, I've got <laughs> double glazing, and I'm two floors above him, yeah. and I could hear everything. And I was a point, because I was pretty sure I heard him trying to get into the door of the flat oh like, building God. downstairs. And then you'd hear him go off down... I guess like the canal or river where I live. And then he'd come back. So you'd think, oh, he's gone after like 10 minutes of yelling. And it would like fade away. And you're like, oh. Maybe he was trying to celebrate the uh, Capitol riots anniversary by storming a block of flats. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, but then he came back and then would start again. You stupid kid or slag, slag, or. Um, this went on and from about half past three, three o'clock in the morning until at least half past four, quarter to five. Did no one call the police? Uh, no one called the police. Uh, didn't you call the police? Yeah. I had like a nice little viewing like spot to this. this woman's life. It's well, then, well, it was interesting. Francesca had building. a conversation with this man from her flat, which was quite a shrill. What was you she saying? You ruined everything. You oh. ruined it all. What are you doing here? You're ruining everything. Something, was something there, like was his best mate in the flat. I have no well? idea. I couldn't like, really. Real, like, the annoying thing was that she was giving out a lot of information, but you couldn't really hear it or understand it well enough. Whereas you could oh. definitely hear and understand the continual two hours of hawk, <laughs> hawk, <laughs> slag, hawk. <laughs> uh, and then he just kind of fucked off at five. There was a point where they obviously interacted downstairs in the car park together, but she just stood there continually saying, you ruined everything, and he just stood there yelling, you f***ing all, like, <laughs> right Jesus. in her face. It was wild. Wow. And so that puts the Antonio Brown thing into a little bit of perspective, I think. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it actually is reminiscent of Antonio Brown's bust up with his lady, baby and mother, and the mm. police. That was some quite... bear decks, really, aren't you? Yeah, that was pretty dramatic in a similar fashion. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. all I'm saying is Antonio Brown's crazy and we should have sympathy, <clears throat> but also these people seem like absolute dicks. Yeah, I mean, it's not well, I think he's, he's, always, he's always been kind of crazy. And that's another thing they said in the JRVP pod, Ollie, is apparently he was in a college. I can't remember oh, which the, one. Oh, the picture of him. And he the beat grill. up 
I think he beat up a security guard or started a fight with a teammate or something. And he'd literally been on the college team for like a week, two weeks. I'm sure he said it on Joe VP. It was like a day or something. Yeah, insane. something, maybe even a day. He had like, like first one day game or one or day or whatever, yeah. And then they just said, you're out. And they were like, we'll let you sign with another college. But it, we will make it like this never happened. <laughs> like, So he's always been kind of a bad guy and then i think that the concussions has just sent him into overdrive so everybody's bringing up, oh here we go yeah you i know you hate the bengals and fonte's burst fit and he's an insane person as well but it's yeah. not just that one hit no it? it's it's loads no of, but i mean it, a lot it has of... lots of things have happened since that hit and what you really have to bear in mind but is quite that clearly think... there's been a problem before that hit as well yeah like, and mike tomlin say... is clearly a genius of keeping this with a lid on it for how many years he managed to do i mean how the... he did that is insane coach of the decade possibly if not the century yeah forget the what the continual winning uh above Bill 500 record for 15 he kept years a lid on antonio brown <laughs> he's dealt with some difficult characters hasn't he tomlin like real difficult characters i hope he gets a nice cool quarterback next as well and he doesn't have to deal with big ben threatening to like retire every year like he i hope he he deserves some nice players around him well (laughs) uh, he's dealt with some shit let's pause on big ben for the moment because i want to come on to him later but with the antonio brown thing i mean everybody everyone this week has been continually rolling out that Vontae's burst fit hit and being like oh you know and there's been a lot of this discussion of oh we need to be kind and you don't know what's going on and it's true he's probably completely fucked up in the head because oh of, yeah yeah because of it's football not funny contact. when you do think about it it's it, it can't really be funny like all of this stuff but this one oh, in particular is pretty funny yeah it's tragic i mean it is funny as well <laughs> this one is really funny because like all the the ones that are like really bad towards other human beings and what yeah. he does what he's done to like you know people close to him and all that kind of stuff yeah that's this not one funny, is funny. this right, one's yeah. really funny yeah. this is a guy <laughs> this is a guy that if you saw somebody so if you saw somebody in the street just take off their shirt and run off <laughs> waving to everybody you'd be like that was weird. Yeah. Right. If you're in the office, so say you're working at Talk Talk Sport one weekend, Ollie, and there's a there's a producer that you've worked with a few times before, and he's worked at Talk Sport forever, right? Mm. And he just decides in the middle of your broadcast to just take his top off and just run around the offices in London Woo! and then just shouting and screaming and stuff and then just checks out, runs I'm out. I'm not the pushing door, the buttons anymore. You can't make me push the buttons. Hooray yeah, yeah, for yeah. me. Hooray for me. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> that's funny. And that's what that Antonio Brown did this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And if you look at what he's, you've seen what he's come out with recently, saying that he went for a second opinion on a doc from a doctor about some oh, injuries love, he's got. I love how he's trying to go against the Bucks medical staff with a second yeah. opinion from a doctor and then that's but basically going to be as the he lawsuit. runs off the field he does jumping jacks and everything so he's not exactly injured is he no well, if it's he's an just an- had enough he's claiming he? but... it's an ankle injury that's what he's saying so he wouldn't it? be doing jumping jacks yeah cost him a million dollars they reckon at least in bonus well yeah because he was he was five receptions stuff. away from 300 and so yeah, third. he was the number one target as well. He was going to get all of those. He's five receptions away, 55 yeah. yards away, yeah, yeah. a touchdown away for a million dollars. By the way, that touchdown that Brady scored after this madness happened was incredible. 
Have you before you we get into that, that? Have you seen the text message conversation that the Bucks have put out into the media today? No. Uh. So they've released photos of a text message conversation between Bruce Arians and Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> before what the is... game. No, no, because they're oh, basically right, okay. trying to back themselves up for I, a lawsuit after the <laughs> with the injury stuff. So they've released these text message screenshots of it's a message that says, This is BA. Make sure you're ready to go tomorrow. We are not resting for the playoffs. Uh, that's on Thursday. No response. On Friday, it says, call me. And then there's a response saying, I'm all in, coach. Really can't get to full speed. I want to win. Want to be there. If I wake up tomorrow, feel better. I'll be ready. Kind of rolled it outside on two-point play. I want what's best for the team. Uh, when you're free, I'll call you. And BA replies, come see me in the morning. We'll talk it out. Definitely want you with us in case you're ready. So that implies that AB knows he's injured, but that he's saying, like, I'm good to go. Like, I'm, I want to go. I want to be part of this. But it's not a definitive, like... No, it's not. Which is quite interesting with mm. the whole... Cause... That sounds to me more incriminating than supportive of the Bucks, in my opinion. You think? Yeah, because they're trying to downplay saying he was benched and the reason why he got kicked off was because he was benched. And he's saying he kicked off because he was injured and was told you go back in or you basically aren't part of the team anymore. Well, BA said today in his press conference that uh, Brown at halftime kicked off because he wasn't being targeted. So they tried to put the personnel group that Brown was a part of into the game and he refused to go saying, I'm not getting the targets, I'm not getting the targets. Uh, and that's why then Mike Evans tried to calm him down, and Brown was like, nah, get out of here. i got to take my top off, get rid of the pads. We're going out. All right, let's go. I'm going to make a video in an Uber. See you later. The Mike Evans just... thing is a big one as well. I think that, that shows that people care about Antonio Brown and that team. They're not there just to, to take the piss. They want to make sure, one, they do the best for the team themselves, but they clearly care, and you can see Mike Evans tried his best to placate him, but... Yeah, and uh, when he walks away, you think, "Well, that seems like the last bridge of support that Antonio Brown's had in that team." Because he's obviously Brady hasn't come back to say hello to him, has he? So, well, that's. I wanted to ask how bad this looks on Tom Brady, because Brady quite it? clearly just Why let a madman live in his house. First of all, <laughs> like potentially endangering his family for all we know with this this guy and what he's capable of. Did he win a ring with him? Well, yeah, and Brady. That's all that, that's all that Brady cares about. But does that look bad on Brady and Arians potentially, and the Buccaneers nope. organization? Oh yeah, it does definitely. But it looked bad on the uh, it looked Ten bad years on the time. Patriots when they bought a a B in. Like it or looks bad on it looks bad on everybody that bought him in because well the Raiders this, well, not so much the Raiders because they they were the first team to get really burnt by him. Yeah, they they released um, the crazy. Steelers didn't do great with him at the end. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't clear when he went to the Raiders that he was going to act like that and then just basically quit the team. But they knew what they were getting themselves into. So, yeah, I mean, it looks, it doesn't look good for, I do judge everybody that had a hand in like prolonging this guy's career because he's obviously, and it's a bit like, I don't know, they're kind of, doesn't it feel a little bit like if he's genuinely got mental health issues, which is, seems unavoidable at this point, that they're kind of taking advantage of him a little bit. Oh, definitely. Like, I mean, this is this point. is this is the NFL's usual kind of attitude, or NFL teams' usual attitude of 
if you're still valuable to us as an athlete, we'll kind of have your back yeah. in whichever way we need to. I mean, again, we're, you know, we're still dealing with this whole Deshaun Watson thing just lingering over the NFL and people are talking about how teams are going to be looking to go for him potentially this offseason, whether it's going to be the Browns, whether it's going to be somebody like the Steelers that's been discussed kind of openly on, on TV. And it's like, how are we having this discussion about this guy? But he's a valuable enough asset as a player that NFL teams will kind of go, yeah, well, you know, we'll take the hit. Like, it's yeah, kind of okay. Go back to the, uh, will people judge the team and stuff? In 10 years' time, no one's going to remember that Antonio Brown did this. Oh, I don't know. This we one will. might, we this will. one will stand out. I yeah, think. but I mean, not by, no, not enough to be like, oh, remember that time when this happened? It was the biggest thing ever. Or that it, made really much of an impact well i mean if he never remember that time again weeks ago that's his retirement no i know which is fine that that can be his last snap i mean that will be remembered forever but it's not as if it's damning towards the rest of the organization my point is that in 10 years time people look back at the bucks run with brady they'll ab might be a passing mention but they'll talk about the super bowl wins or the records that have been broken don't you want the bucks to win it this year now just so America's game has to address this issue. To see them, but he'll like, get he'll get a ring as well. He'll get another ring. It would be really bad. Someone on the roster at all gets a ring, doesn't they? So, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like with Fanet out and I don't know, and now him gone. It, it doesn't look it's like a big loss go to a Super Bowl. Don't, yeah, it's a massive problem. It's a big loss. Don't, don't rule out Brady in January. No, I mean that's a bad. That's a bad that, decision. Like right, so so that that touchdown drive at the end was like one of the most vintage Brady things I've ever seen. Like mm-hmm. he was passing to guys you've never heard of, and you'll probably never like hear of again. And he went like bloody eighty-five yards or whatever down the field and scored. It was so nuts. Well, it's what, like what did he have? A minute, a minute ten or something? It's left? like he's it was testing himself. No timeouts. Hasn't got any timeouts. It was so sick. He's testing himself. He's like, well, I can beat the Jets any day of the week. I've done this <laughs> yeah, the whole yeah. of my career. Let's make He's just this interesting. challenges for himself. Yeah. Oh, I've got yeah. to get that playoff attitude into people. I know. Hey, Antonio, we live together. You go crazy, and then we'll make this more interesting, and I'll go down with a minute left and run the full length of the field on a game-winning wow. drive. It was just so With a impressive. 33-yard pass to Cyril Grayson, who was, yeah. I think, the most targeted receiver on that drive as well. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of, um, I don't think, because they've already wrapped up the division, so I'm not sure that it's going to make a huge difference. Obviously, it will depend, you know, it'll matter with which wildcard team they get in the NFC, but they're not going to get the number one seed. So I'm not sure any of it really matters, but just as a kind of... Like the win over the Jets doesn't mean that much, but that drive means a lot in terms of where Brady's still at. Yeah. So yeah, you can't rule them out because he could just go and score thirty every game. But it is and, a until they is, win the Super Bowl. It is a big loss to a team that's lost Godwin this year already. A key yep. point of the year. If they, so if they got Evans, is Evans coming back then? He was Evans on is back, COVID, he, right? Well, he no, he had an but injury as well after out, that Saints game. So, so he's they lost... probably carrying a bit of an injury as well. Even yeah, though Evans won't back. be a hundred percent. So who have they got? Miller, yeah, Scotty Evans, Miller, who Brady loved up. in the playoffs. So then you could year. just play a three tight end set of Gronk, Howard, and Bray. Gronk and has he... been a bit rough this year, though. He's, he's just, just an, an end zone guy. He's an end zone guy. 
which is great because he's in amazing even now but he's he's not i don't think he's going to go out and like hey, well, win you a game to said he's going to come back and help him out he said he's ready I got, <laughs> did he yeah he did brilliant and to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if Tio showed up and, and balled out, to be quite frank, even yeah. if he is, what, 50? That would be the most, like, um, Bucks super team thing ever. If Tio Or Andy Moss came, came back as well. Yeah, <laughs> just, just getting a whole game. And Moss and Tio just doing streaks the whole game. Fantastic. Megatron's like, I'm coming out every time. <laughs> Andre Johnson. Yeah, we just go the full yeah. hog, just the elite of, like, the early 2000s, late mm-hmm. 90s. Yeah. If you've been retired for that long, let's say five to ten years, and you come back, does the team, like the Lions, would they still have the rights to you, or does that no. shit expire? That expires your contract length. So okay. Andrew Luck couldn't have come back and joined any other team but the this year, Colts. but can next year, I think, because ah. the Colts still has contract rights. Okay. I bet so the Colts if you wish to... they had Andrew Luck right about now, considering yeah, the performance Wentz really put in. <laughs> but with um, oh, yes. like when Grunt came back, the Bucks had to trade for him because the Pats still owned his contract rights for the years that he would have otherwise not been playing. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, you're going to have Tyler Johnson, Cyril Grayson, Mike <laughs> Evans, Rashad Perryman, Cameron Brait, Rob Gronkowski, Le'Veon Bell. Perryman's, Perryman's <laughs> t- talented, to be fair. He's all right. But yeah, you haven't it's, got a number It's not one Antonio Brown. It's not then. Chris Goldberg. If Evans isn't, yeah. If Evans, Evans is carrying an injury. It's all right. He's a thousand yard receiver every every year. Don't worry about it, man. Come on. You should be championing your man. Got his jersey up behind you. <laughs> I respect the Evans, you know. He doesn't. I respect the Evans. About time, Dave. About time for some respect. I, got, I, res- I respect him. Respect. Uh, the other thing I was just going to ask about this Antonio Brown thing as well, because he's claiming he's being forced to play through injury. Mm-hmm. But quite clearly, he was able to play in that game. Like he was running nice routes. He was able to do what he needed to do. As you mentioned, he's doing like jumping jacks and all that kind of stuff. And isn't the point like every single player after their first season or two is basically playing through injury in the NFL yeah. anyway? After a few weeks into the season. And like mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield has supposedly been playing through injury and a lot of people are starting to jump to his kind yeah, of... Yeah, but... Why have the Browns... Fails? Why have the Browns let him play, though? Well, what that's, is going on that's... with that organisation if they've let him play? Like... I think it's a last... bullshit. I'm calling what? bullshit on the injury. But he's I'll getting, tell you why I'm calling bullshit on the injury. surgery now, though, Jazz. So yeah, I think there's but, probably but some going, truth to if it. If you know you need to have surgery on your left shoulder, you don't take the ball, run to the left-hand side of the field... And use that shoulder to hit a player. Well, I agree. I mean, either like he's stupid and the Browns organization is stupid. If he has genuinely been carrying that injury, like they've all been saying, like, what are they doing playing him? Like, yeah, it's sure. so unfair. This is your franchise quarterback and you're going to risk him having like after eight, nine he was games playing, this season. But he was you playing he terribly. It's not like, yeah. like Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers is injured, but he's probably still going to be better than 90% of the other quarterbacks in the league. Get him out there. He can throw on one fucking leg, and he's still gonna get a three hundred yard game, maybe. But like, it, Baker Mayfield's not that guy. He's never been in that league. Like, he's not. He needs to be fully healthy and in a system that suits him, and he can perform. But like, 
the Browns weren't playing well this year anyway. Baker no. Mayfield, like Baker Mayfield, has been playing badly since the since they lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs. So out like, of the field. What it's were great. they doing? He's standing on the road now, looking at the field. He hates. I'm just. That field. I'm actually. I'm, I'm, I'm like annoyed about it as well now that about this injury <laughs> thing. That's pissed me off. Well, the all the sudden chat about it well, now. I've like. Oh. I'm, no, I'm like I'm annoyed. Like either, either they've. Either they've like fucked up his career and like their team chances this year by playing him with a bad shoulder, um, or they're lying. So like, which is it? It could be both, or or either, or neither. But <laughs> like, like, both. Yeah. Well, it's the uh, most. The thing, not I, well. the thing I heard is quite interesting. I'm not sure where I heard it from. I don't know if it was on the McAfee show or if it was on oh, Skip probably and Shannon. On the show. Could be in Skip and Shannon. They were saying that they, there's possibly a theory that Stefanski's let Baker struggle like he has to show the Browns head office, we haven't got anything here. We need to we need to move on. We need to get something different. I've oh, tried to change my dark. game plan. I've Fucks tried to change this. I've tried to do that. I can't. I can't work with this quarterback. He's not good enough. That sounds I, very. Really, that sounds very. Mirror. Skip and Shannon. Let's make a headline. Uh, so it could be than... from them. I'm not. How do you sure watch Skip and Shannon? By the way, that's that my big oh, it's just show. Fun. It's unwatchable. Oh, it's fun. Absolutely they awful. Suck. I like Shannon a lot. I hate I Skip, but I like Shannon. I can't listen to either. I like whenever he starts a point. It's like Skip. Just starts off with that and then carries on. That Browns team. Do you remember like three Ugh, years ago rough. when you were excited about Baker? And then it was like, oh, promising kind of half of a rookie season, got them that Very victory. Promising, yeah. And I feel like the Browns dined out on that ending the losing streak celebration for quite a while. And then I don't know if Baker really had improved that much. He was he was good last year down the stretch and then in the playoffs. He was good. He was a he was a starting. He was good, but it was still the running game that was the best aspect oh, yeah. about that team sure. by like Look, a dude, million like miles. Like I said, like I said, he had to have he had to have the right things around him, and he could manage a game, and he could like make enough key throws. And he was the main change has been like his accuracy this year seems to have fallen off a cliff, and his um, decision making as well just his ability to protect the ball like he wasn't one of the best things he did at the end of last year he just didn't turn the ball over that much I could go back and find the stats but I know that the last like say six games of the regular season that he protected the ball really well and he just hasn't done that this year and I mean that's linked to the accuracy issues because obviously you throw it to the other team that's a fucking turnover but like those two things combined have just yeah he's fallen off a cliff but I don't know I mean I would be you know, if he went to another team, um, you know, I'd be interested to see as much as you guys were interested to see Sam Darnold in another team. I'd be interested to see him in, in unless another, unless in another it's another thing of like know. a, you know, quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks are a bit like running backs in that you yeah. get them fairly cheaply now compared to if they become a proper franchise <laughs> and you extend their deal because yeah. they are the guy, the guy. <laughs> so you just wear them out and maybe. Baker's already gonna be kind of worn out. You're right. He only threw one interception between week eight and the playoff loss to Kansas, where he threw there we go. one more interception. So he had two interceptions between yeah, week eight and Yeah. The but end of this the year, I mean, I don't know what his stats are this year, but he's thrown like not 12, good. fourteen or something. <laughs> really not good at sixteen. All. <laughs> sixteen interceptions? What is it? 
Have you got it in front of you? I haven't got it in front of me, but I mean, he's thrown... 13, I'm guessing 16. He's thrown 13 interceptions this year, but he threw obviously four in week 15, <laughs> threw two yeah. like two this week. week. just gone, yeah. Yeah, he threw one yeah. in week 13. And he's not been, yeah, he's not been uh, equaling it out with Burrows like heroics. Well, no, can we it's... segue in, by the way, how much do you guys want to see the Chiefs and Bengals in the championship game after seeing them this week? I want to like, see the I want to see the Bengals fireworks. in the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, so I. Without was a doubt. So so. I want to I want to see Joey Burrow, Jamal Chase get rings. So that game was amazing. I hate saying that, but I do. So, the Cleveland Browns were really exciting a few years ago when you had Mayfield, OBJ joins, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, you've got yeah, Chubb, yeah. Hunt, yeah, Joku, yeah. boom, and then they have just sat and lived off that potential hype. While the Bengals in the last two years, eh, maybe a couple more with obviously Joe Mixon coming into the team as well. And have, Tyler Boyd. Have built one of the best teams to watch play football this year. And I'm so glad I did what I said I was going to do on the podcast last week. I didn't watch a single second of Red Zone in the early window. I had the Eagles on the iPad with the sound kind of very low because that was a tough watch until they actually <laughs> got the lead late on. And I watched the, I watched that. Bengals Chiefs game and that is one of the best games of football you'll watch because you had two teams that are fantastic offensively going toe to toe and then you had this complete adjustment after halftime where neither of them really could get that offensive flow again and you're like well now the offenses need to try and find and do something to get past these defenses that are now playing really stingy against them and Chase Burrow Jamar Chase the best thing that he does is he's so quick, he gets to the point of the ball early. So he only has to jump vertically up. So when he's coming down, he's not moving along. He's coming straight back down, which allows him to get those like toe-tap touches down the sideline a little bit easier when he's out jumping a corner. He's just phenomenal. He's just so strong. Like if you've got an undersized corner on him as well, they're they're not stopping him. You're not pressing him. You're not pressing him. You, you press them on four three speed. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, I was going to say you can't press them on the line anyway because unless you get a really good initial contact, which he's gone past you, he's so strong. Yeah, so you need to back off him. You can't play like tight coverage. It's. I uh, mean, that's third and twenty seven they picked up, where the Chiefs sent that pretty much yeah. the house, and Jamar Chase <laughs> just gets that little bit of separation, catches the ball, spins, turns, and makes it the first down. It, just incredible. It's crazy how his ability we had to last take it year. on the fingertips is yeah. extraordinary as I well. It, like it, we had last year, we had Jefferson, and it was like you know that we. Wow, were how good in, is Jefferson? Yeah, mm-hmm. we were talking in a way like how good is Jefferson, and then Jamar Chase comes along this year, and we're like, what? And it makes like, us realize that when we, were, like... when we were speaking to Marlon last year, he was like, yeah. well, Justin Jefferson's really good, but wait till you see Jamar Chase because yeah. he's better." And uh, he posted something um, yesterday, actually, uh, which was like. Um, uh, video montage of uh, of those two, um, the Bayou boys. Yeah, um, and it that's was a really long. Good. That's a long montage. There's a lot of highlights. It was just those two. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's phenomenal, and it's it makes that sort of connection makes football really fun to watch. The and they won bombs. And I know I said like I'm not a big fan of the teams might try and replicate this, try and get guys best receivers from college and all that kind of stuff but it only works with those two because joe burrow gets no help still absolutely no help inside the pocket 
He is under pressure so much. And because he knows the spots that he can put it in and he knows and has Chase and that connection, he can just do the, oh, fuck it. Well, he said that. He said yeah. in his press conference, said, we all know the meme. Fuck it, Jamar Chase is out there somewhere. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's... And it, it, it isn't just Chase, because... It's you... a bit unfair, by the way, Ollie, to say that only Joe Burrow and Chase count for that one, because Tua and Waddle has also been... Tua and Waddle's nice, but it's not... So Waddle and Tua do it in a different way, because Waddle's not necessarily making that kind of outstanding fingertip over the top. Waddle is very much more kind of those shorter sus- inside routes that I've seen most Waddle... of the time from them. Yeah, but he has to do that because Tua doesn't throw it over 20 yards. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I yeah. suspect and that's, that's why it's not as impressive. If you put, you put Waddle, Waddle with, with the with the Chiefs, with he's Burrows, going, yeah. he's going long. Yeah, because he was the fastest receiver coming out. Yeah, but yeah, he's sick. So, so the connection isn't as impressive too, because Tua is. Didn't Waddle's run like a four two seven? By the way, it's the same as forty. I don't, I don't know what is. 40 I'm sure times. it was using the four twos. So Waddle is one of the fastest players in the league. The reason why he's getting some receptions underneath and shorts because that's it's funny that that's he's what I mean. called like, Waddle, the... isn't it? Because Waddle is like the motion of. <laughs> have you seen his? Like, have you seen really his, his, his touchdown celebration? What well, he does? does he, do a, a little he waddles like a penguin. Yeah, he does the oh. penguin. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see that. It's yeah, it's so good. But it's oh, it's it's like comparing Burrow and Chase to Smith and Hertz in that. Yeah, they were guys that played together at Bama for a bit and everything. But the connection there isn't as impressive because the quarterback isn't putting them in situations to win games with that connection in, in the same way. You know, Hertz is doing it with his legs and the running game. Yeah. Saving Smith his doesn't and... have that um, kind of breakaway speed that those guys have. Either, no, no. But, but he's very good. I, I do Smith like that guy a lot. Like half the I'd, season. Re- I'd love to have a Smith on my team. He's mm. fucking wide receivers, please. He creates a lot of separation. He's, he's, he's good. good at finding the little gaps. I like uh, him, yeah. but um, I like but I like Tyler Boyd as you mentioned, Jazz. I like Uzoma. I like I like uh, T Higgins. Yeah, I was gonna say Higgins is good. I feel really sorry. I remember a few years ago when the Bengals came to London, and everyone was talking about John Ross, mm-hmm. the receiver who was yeah. very much like a big physical but fast guy, and he just never had a Bengals quarterback that could really get the best out of him. Didn't exactly live up to a draft hype and everything like that as well. Yeah. His first round, I think, was he? It's just, a, he a, it's just a shame that <clears throat> if maybe he'd been able to stick around for like another few years in this Bengals team and, and be part of what this is now, I mean, it's a very cheap string to add to the bow, isn't it? Yeah, it must be tough going in like before a team gets, gets so good, good like this, right? And if um, if they stay healthy and manage COVID, I mean, that defense as well. Again, they made great adjustments at halftime in terms of you were talking. Do you think about, their defense is impressive? Well, you I think were talking. Okay. No, I don't know what the stats are on them, but they've let in a lot of points, Ollie, throughout no, the year. But in that game, they oh, made okay, the, yeah. they made the correct yeah. decision at halftime the Chiefs, yeah. to make the adjustment of. Everybody's limiting the Chiefs, but there were certain times against the Bengals last... Uh, sorry, again, yeah, when the Chiefs played the Bengals last week that the Bengals brought a lot of pressure in the same way you were talking about that third and 27 that the Bengals made mm-hmm. in the in the second half. And Cincinnati stopped bringing that pressure because Mahomes was killing them because Mahomes will kill you in those situations because he can avoid the pressure and he can get it out quickly to people like Kelsey. And the Bengals stopped doing that and I don't know what they did, but they started to just generate fairly consistent pressure with like a four-man rush. And they they have added to that defensive line in the last few years. Yeah. Trey Hendrickson's of, the big one. 18, like I said, 100 times before 14, the podcast. 14 sacks. 
his his loss defense. to the Saints defense has been absolutely huge. This the Saints defense last year was almost impossible to run on, and they had really good pass rush. There's been games this year where the Saints defense looks terrible, and there's been games this year where the Bengals D has been exceptional, and they've always tied together with Trey Hendrickson being there or not being there for the Saints to the Bengals. So I think that he's been one of the best free agent acquisitions of the year. Now, after the bye week, if you look yeah. at the Bengals, they've owned, they've conceded more than 28 points twice, which isn't necessarily like a great landmark of this team is a great they're defense. O- they're okay. But they're good I, I enough. Wouldn't, I, wouldn't talk, I wouldn't talk them up too much. No, no, but though. the defense like, is good enough. They could, they could lose them again. Off, if the offense Easily. can do what they do when they're at their best. Yeah. I mean, that's that's enough. If you, you know, if your offense is a, is scoring 28, 29 points a game and you can get a couple of stops and limit the other team to 25, that's enough, isn't it? If Joe Burrow is putting up, you know, 1,200 passing yards in three games, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good playoff run that they're going to have yeah. if he keeps Well, throwing. hey, well, we're all happy that they're in the playoffs. So it's... Um, they are the number three awesome. passing defense. And they, the should have, they should have had two picks in that game against Kansas City. Well, Eli Apple had one. <laughs> That was just so giancy of him, of just it was in the bread basket and he couldn't hold on to it for some reason down the sideline. Can I talk about another? Well, he's not one. Of, it's not one of my favorite teams, but Ollie, you seem to be all over the Chargers this year. Well, Can that, you talk talk a, a bit about Char- Chargers Raiders? Because they're Which, two of the weirdest teams in the league. They've got the same record, and it's a win and in in week eighteen. Which is quite fun. What do you reckon? Well, I didn't expect the Raiders to go out and beat the Colts last week. So I, I didn't think we'd be in this situation. Yeah, they've won three in a row to, you know, back into this possible playoff spot. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I've always liked Hunter Renfro. And yeah, he's, he's become their, like, Wes Welker equivalent. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the I, messaged, I messaged Yogi because he's a Raiders fan, obviously. He's been on the podcast. Uh, I messaged him with the Hunter Renfrew gif of him like doing a touchdown celebration. And he just looks like a guy that sells cars for his dad in like the Midwest or something. Like, he did, there's no way that guy looks like a football player. He looks like he's never been in the gym. He's got like a, just an unmemorable face. It's so, it's so amazing. He feels like a kind of swan story, but he's like even playing in the NFL. He's just... <laughs> Just it's just talented. such an like, easy outlet for Carr though. In the, I know no one seems to pay any attention to it. I don't know how he gets separation and stuff because he and I don't know how he doesn't get murdered in the hits. He's tiny. He's a tiny human being. Yeah, I mean, aside from what one game this year, just looking at his catching percentage, he's been seventy five percent or higher after week three, which is pretty nice if you're getting targeted quite a lot after you know the first receivers killed someone yeah you become the go-to guy pretty quickly if you're you're hunter renfro in that situation he's great yeah. he's nippy as well he's fo- yeah. he's 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 got some wheels that guy but i don't i don't really understand yeah how the raiders are in this position but i don't get <laughs> i know how the Chargers are in this position is that there are big times oh, when they underperform i mean how have they how have they not sewn this up already I have no idea how this team isn't at ten wins. So what is or going the AFC West champions? I watched after well, watching. I don't know that, about that. But they're not. Yeah, they're not good know. enough to be that yet. But I was watching. So I watched that Chiefs Bengals game, and you come off that, especially with the insane finish. By the way, the number yeah. of times they went 
four attempts yeah. at the fucking goal line. <laughs> I mean, and you get Burrow fucking hit. Like, uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. But that I loved so it because I was like, yeah, just wind the clock off. I was yeah, screaming yeah. at the TV, like, I take know. the time off the clock. Don't let them have it with a minute 40 or whatever, you know. Um, 100%. So Kick you the have... field goal for the game to to be kind of complete. Yeah, I kind of well. rated it, except that because I just it was exceptionally good game management. They got lucky with two penalties that cancelled out and stuff like that. Oh fucking hell, my camera's gone. Um, changed they... the battery pack. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, got lucky with that, but at the same time, it um it worked out perfectly. You need a little bit of luck when you're playing somebody like the Chiefs. I just hope it hasn't... <laughs> You've already gone back to the Bengals now. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking about that finish. I want to I want, I want to hear about that. I want to, I want to hear about your views on charges. Uh, no, only because... Is I watched... your boy Herbert going to do it? Is he going to do it I watched the Bengals Sunday? game. I watched the Bengals game and was yeah. like, oh, shit, like really hyped up and everything like that. Right. And then I watched the Chargers game and that was so tough the first yeah. quarter and a half because they just yeah. couldn't get going like at all they couldn't get any rhythm herbert was really slow i was really disappointed i was just like, oh, I, yeah because i wanted to watch him just shred the their Broncos. defense is sneaky bad as well the charges 23rd in the league and they just it seems like they can't like if if the offense is slow like you just said ollie in that last game and like we've seen throughout the season if the offense is a little slow then they're in massive trouble. Like you could easily see them if they do get in the playoffs, that they could just be 20 points down at a point in the game. And you're like, how did they get there? But they you, had that, was, you had that with the Texans game, didn't you, really? They shouldn't. Yeah. Be. How did they lose to the Texans? Uh, that was a yeah. COVID, COVID riddled team, though. I mean, the Texans were COVID riddled as well, but I just think. Yeah, that... <sighs> That was one of those ones where COVID... That's when I was saying last week, Dave, COVID makes things interesting. It does not, Ollie. It makes it bad. <laughs> makes I want it to see the best players playing. Every week is a wild card week when COVID's involved. Because you don't know do. who's going to turn up on game day. Don't put the GG, the bad GG in the air. I don't want it. Don't want it. I don't but they shouldn't, they shouldn't be this bad a defence. They have a big playmaker. They, they have a big playmaker in Joe They have Bosa. been for years. Asante really. Samuel Jr. is a really good DB. Derwin James is an amazing strong safety. Yeah. Because White's had an awesome. I mean, they they kept I know, on. They've got talent. They just on about him this week. But yeah, I I'm not entirely sure. Well, why. look, I mean, the Chargers beat the Raiders 28-14 in Week Four, so yeah, they've already beaten them point? once this season. They've got the fourth best offense in the league. They should they should go out there the... and get it done, haven't they? But they haven't got the momentum with them. Raiders have won the last three by a combined nine points, by the way. Which is winning's nuts. winning by an inch or a mile, Dave. I know, but that's almost better games, as well. That crazy. keeps you on edge. That prevents complacency. Mm. Like the Bucks, also, the Bucks winning by a fine margin against the Jets this week is a big wake up game. It it gives you it, yeah you can get you're right you can get a lot of energy from that. But they but also this year they're, they're so teams. weird as well. They've lost to Giants. They've lost to the Giants. They've lost to Washington. They've lost to the Bears. Like the number one AFC seed has lost to the Jets. It's been a weird year. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We said it every just... every single week. We've said it. You just don't know who's gonna win. Who's gonna win every week? It's impossible to tell because there's upsets and huge upsets every single week. And at this point, going into that Raiders game, yeah, I take 
the Chargers to lose that because of the momentum. Because of the momentum. Yeah, I think that they'll this get it the, done. And I, hope, the, I hope they do as well. Because this is the, the field goal, team. the field goal bef- to win it in the fourth quarter equivalent of the season. And what yeah. they missed most of the time in those situations. So of course they're going to. It's so savage though. You look at the midpoint of the Chargers' season. Like they beat the Chiefs in that huge game, that mega performance. And then they beat the Raiders, as I've already said, 28-14. And then they go out and put 47 on the Browns. In the... So those three weeks, they were 3-0 and and they'd scored an average of 32 or something. So like then it was like, oh, there's been a changing of the guard in the West. And then now the it just seems, up. yeah. And then the Chiefs woke up and it feels, and then the Chargers are looking at themselves. They're like, how the fuck are we nine and seven? Like this season has totally got away from them. Yeah. It's, ah, oh, the, the Chargers have not the same Chargers because they've got Justin Herbert, who's amazing, but they're still doing Charger-like things. Like they should have wrapped this up by now. But the Chargers, and it, I, throughout, I, throughout I, the last Chargers decade and a bit, by the way, it's not been the personnel that's the problem. It's been the coaching and the management decisions. Yeah, Phil Rivers has been brilliant. You had Antonio yeah. Gates there for Aaron, you had Vincent Jackson before that, and you had Keenan Allen playing as well as he has. Tomlinson, yeah, yeah, yeah. So their team has always been good and competitive. It's been the game management side of things that's been so strange. I mean, we remember the, the time when they were they were down in the fourth quarter in the last two minutes. They weren't calling timeouts. They were just playing, and they yeah. ran out of time. It's like well, you had three timeouts left. Yeah, you didn't. Use Why are you them? not yeah. using your timeouts? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the charges fundamentally have made some questionable calls. But there's the been years. different coaching. They ha- that's the strange that thing. So that's, but that's the, the strangest thing of all. So like, you can't say it's. It's. I don't know. There's teams that just have bad energy around the man, and uh, yeah, yeah, you're well, right. The guy they who was just, the who was the last head coach. Just yeah, what was his name? But the Raiders have got equally bad energy, though, right? In terms of like, nah, Raiders. Have got, they've got, they've Raiders got a reason. Got, they've got the bonding now they've this season. The adversity. They're playing for John. They're yeah. playing for Henry. I don't think they're playing, playing for John. John. I don't think they're playing for John. <laughs> playing for John. <laughs> oh, oh, Madden, not oh, Gruden. Really lo- Madden, oh, yeah. not Gruden. I thought oh, you meant Madden. Gruden. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh right, I thought <laughs> you were saying Gruden. <laughs> I really thought you were going John Gruden on that. <laughs> I am going for John Gruner, by the way. I didn't even thought about Madden to be in with. I'd the reason why they're doing that is they, 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 publicly they won't say it, but internally, without question, they'll feel wronged by the way that all happened, and they'll be playing for their ex-head coach, without question. Oh, my God. How good would it be? And Carl won't be, without question. He won't be. They get in, they get in the playoffs. Your Renfrew as well, getting like interviewed, and he's been, and they're like questioning, they're like, oh, you've been... You've been um, hashtagging about uh, John Madden all week, and they, he's like, he looks at them like, oh, I've been, "That's John Gruden." I've been hashtagging about. He spelled John's and name wrong. What do you mean? It's, it's, it's got not got a H in it. They get in the they get in the playoffs and they put a JG on the back of the lid. <laughs> oh dear! I love this idea. Oh, I love it. Right. So what the Raiders have got reasons to be playing for each other in in more yeah, ways. Yeah, man. Than I mean. Normal. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. It's going to be that's going to be a fun game to watch, I think. Oh, I can't. I got down here? I'd love the Raiders uh, to win the Super Bowl this year and just not even thinking. Uh what's his name goes up to collect the trophy and just goes, this "Hey, one's for John. this one's for John." And nobody's really <laughs> sure who is it for. <laughs> this one's for John. Oh, oh, he looked he looked so sick as a dog, John Elway. 
during that Chargers game. Just, I kind of feel sorry for him because they do have some good elements in well, Denver. The Broncos. But they just oh, can't find rough. a quarterback at all. Yeah. And well, Drew Locke Drew Lock goes down and you're like, what are we even they? doing here? They've yeah, and a lot of those decisions were also done by John Elway. Paxton Lynch being a very good example of one. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's bring back Brock Osweiler after I mean, he failed in the Texans. You're, you're talking about like, oh, have Randy Moss back. John Elway could go out there and do better than any of those guys <laughs> still. Yep. He's probably watching yeah. Tom Brady like, uh, I can fit in those pads still. <laughs> He's not got like fat and lazy or anything like that. He still looks in pretty good shape. It does so. look good, Nick. And he could probably throw it further than Ben Roethlisberger's average completion against uh, against the Browns this week, which was like 5.6 <laughs> yards of completion or something like that. that was I'm pretty less, sure, I think, I think it was pretty, four. I'm pretty sure Elway can throw an average of seven yards a throw. I think he'd be They're okay. Probably really it. accurately too. Yeah. yeah how, do you, how do you feel, Jazz? Um, Bring back John. That's what I say. <laughs> big big Ben, last game at home. Did you did you feel emotional or did you feel your usual kind of dead inside self? Or... Mostly dead inside. Mm-hmm. It's hard to hard to break away from how you normally cool. feel about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean it was it's sad to see that that's going to happen, but at the same time, the writing's been on the wall for a while. Yeah, um, he had his best years at the start of his career, of course, and then sort of between 2014, 2017, when we had him, Bell, and Brown all playing really well, but every year got just demolished by the buzzsaw that was the Brady Belichick Patriots. So in some ways, it's been a, a lot of time coming, like we said for him to be gone and as sad as it is all things have to come to an end much like uh john gruden's uh, career I don't, I don't know. yeah i'm trying to think of who said the, the quote, Se- but... sexual abuse allegations don't seem to die very quickly though do they john <laughs> i mean who are you aiming that they at? stick around <laughs> ben roethlisberger oh right okay <laughs> allegedly allegedly as well hey i'm oh. just saying allegations i said allegations maybe <laughs> maybe he's aiming them at francesca or francesca's guy that was yelling in the car francesca park, classic oh Francesca um, so no, it's sad to see him go time we moved on I don't know where we go from here I would love to see um, Russell Wilson agent. I would love yeah or Aaron Rodgers would be great um, it, won't if, be our, it won't be Aaron would you Rogers. like Russell Wilson Russell Wilson I mean I, do, Wilson. I don't think I want Russell Wilson because he's clearly either done or has just become an absolute diva Mr. I don't think he's I'd he's love done. to see if, if the legal trouble all wrinkles out and disappears oh, and you want Antonio Brown back I want Deshaun Watson. Jazz, come on. That's who I Would want. you take it? I wouldn't want him. As I a fan, take would the actually... legal stuff out of the way. Yeah, because if he's proved to be innocent, then what's the problem? Yeah, but it's about proof. Ah, oh, come on. Come on, Jazz. It's... What hey. are we on, 21 hey, allegations? Did he, did, he, did he kill dogs? Did he kill dogs? Well, he didn't did Michael Vick get a second chance in the NFL? Yeah. yeah, but he was found like guilty and like, served his time. We, it wasn't we do swept like Vic under on this rock. podcast as well. Yeah, I love my bit. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Point proven. Yeah, that's that. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Let's move on. Everyone deserves a second chance. <laughs> Jazz, is, Jazz is back such to such a good example. <laughs> Jazz is back to ranking felonies uh, <laughs> once again. Uh, I'm just saying. Jazz. All right, I'm let's just move saying. Away from this. So, what other games? I can't believe you take. Would you take Baker Mayfield? You're talking to me? Yeah. No. Because that was an interesting one. I take Mason that I, Rudolph. That was over. an interesting one I saw floated out this week of Mayfield well, let gets his shit to, together. To at, the Steelers, would they? I mean, if the Steelers came in with a decent enough trade offer. 
But I mean, if, they're not trading for someone who can't beat them. Uh, he'd but go if, to well, he did in the playoffs last year. Yeah, he'd go the, to a team because like the opening Broncos snap wins oh, goes over Big Ben's head for a touchdown. Baker would have caught that snap. Seahawks, uh, maybe yeah, not with his left shoulder or left arm, but maybe with the right. But no, in in all seriousness, if <laughs> if he gets the surgery and people are like, he's fine. Would you trust Tomlin to be able to turn him into a competent quarterback? You can't polish that sort of turd. Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, come on. This is Jazz you're talking yeah, to. It's it's not, he's not gonna. He's not gonna move off a. Jazz position, wouldn't take Kirk it, but... Cousins, who's having a great year this year, just because. You're damn Kirk right, Cousins. I wouldn't, Ollie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What other games have we got? Psychopath. Uh... Did you enjoy? <laughs> did you enjoy the Big Ben spending six hours on the field afterwards? To the point, that I enjoyed his. Uh, the broadcast his were like, interview. well, yeah. we should probably leave this because he just kept on like wandering off to another area of the field and doing another goodbye and it all felt yeah. a bit like me 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 <laughs> but it he's feel very why me, shouldn't me. It, why shouldn't it be me 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 it's he's been time, there for right? yeah 19 years so yeah but it's kind of Come do on. that do that when you win things like super bowls and stuff he, well, did, he did he won two but don't yeah. don't what do it when you've just had like Najee harris should have been walking off that game and being like me 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 not he's just starting his proof that Najee harris is the best running back in the league well he's not much. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> why do you even come on <laughs> no, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't back you up on this ollie the guy is like it was just good, a bit much pretty a good quarterback it I was a he... bit much well for you yeah because you don't see Eagles quarterbacks get to the year 18. doesn't happen. No, Binham. They on play to for the, Washington. On to the next one. Or the Colts. Hey, our Super Bowl quarterback winner is at the Bears. Thank you very much. And that game against the Giants was as bad as we predicted it would be. <laughs> you burn through quarterbacks like you burn through uh, raid it, railing guards. Just crashing through them. What? It was a Washington football team stadium breaking. Oh. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Didn't, I didn't didn't word it right. I didn't get it fine. at all. It's fine. They didn't burn it. Over. It's not like the Eagles fans were burning the railing down. That would have been more fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of thing you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been that would have been very Eaglesy, to be honest. That would have been pretty Eaglesy. Right. Uh, what else have I put down here? So games left that matter. We've just talked about the Raiders Chargers. That's the big one, really. Colts Jaguars. Yeah, but I mean the. So the spread on that is like minus 15, and I still didn't want to do it. <laughs> like, oh, no, I've taken the spread on that. Have you? Okay. I looked but at it I've taken I the, like, the, the Jags, Jags to cover. The Jags have scored like two touchdowns in the last like five games or something. They are yeah. that bad. So there's no way they're winning that game. Yeah, the I've Colts taken the in. cover the spread, though. I think they're going to do it. Okay, fine. But the Colts, the Colts are going to be in, so I don't really see it as a big game. Then the Packers um, can clinch... I think they've already clinched the one seed. Yeah, they've got the one seed. Because they've got the head-to-head over the Rams, haven't they? Yeah, so the one seed. Oh, that was was weird with the Rams last week. I mean, I know, like, you guys have been complete like pointing out Stafford hasn't been the MVP every week, which is fair. Yeah, definitely not the MVP. (laughs) He's he's so up and down. But, but But that game against the Ravens was just weird. It was weird. Yeah. They, Did you guys last week discuss about how Matt Stafford's had a had a role to play in the two thousand yards? MVP? Steve, no, the Cooper Cup having an amazing season and Calvin Johnson having an amazing season. Oh, we didn't make the connection, but oh, because the funny thing with that was that I saw someone put up a stat saying 
Matt Stafford with Calvin Johnson and also Calvin Johnson around three with three players hanging off him, still mm-hmm. making the catch. But so nothing it, about Matt Stafford. It's just because Calvin Johnson was an absolute hero. But also, isn't it Cup can break potentially if he gets like 150 yards this week, Calvin Johnson's single season record? Yeah. And so it's Asterisks. like... Well, my, I did say last week that Stafford should get the MVP award for being able to get the ball into the hands of the league MVP so often this year. Because Cooper Cup's the MVP. And so Stafford should be rewarded for that. And, d- for and being the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, for the being MVP. the guy that gave him the ball so often. Yeah. I that's, think he was... a, that's a funny way of looking at it, Ollie. It's a deep it almost cut, feels though. like you've got a vested interest in this outcome. As I said last week, all like about the someone money. Someone put a bet on uh... all about the money. <laughs> um no. Are they going to give it to Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he is the MVP. Who else, who else to give it to? Cooper Cup. No. Jonathan Taylor. No. Give it TJ to Rodgers. TJ Watt. Give it to, to Rodgers. But, but this is what it's I was talking about earlier. The guy, the guy coming. Interceptions he's thrown. That just that alone. But that guy coming out this week, the the guy who's actually got a vote in the MVP fight, <clears throat> and saying, "Oh, I'm not going to vote for him," and I'm sure there was a reference of like others feel this way and if not there are going to be a lot of old geezers like this old guy that feel this way that will be like oh you know we can't give it to the guy that had the whole covid vaccination thing blah 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 well i meant that if they do that it makes a mockery of the award and the award therefore means nothing well i mean to be quite kind of quite frank it kind of feels like all the crazy shit that i've seen this year though jazz from people making decisions about covid land I think that that is a, such a minor one. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they did that, but it would be an outrage. Um, so who else should you give it to? I mean, I've given you the only other two possibles, I think. Which there's, is, not another not, call, there's not another quarterback you can give it to. You can give like, it to Brady. Hasn't been good enough in the last few weeks of this season, though. It leads the league in touchdowns, passing yards, completion. High in, over 10 interceptions this year already. There's only two quarterbacks with under... He just hasn't been as good as like Rogers. proper starting quarterback. Just hasn't hasn't been as good. Oh, as and Kirk, and just... Kirk Cousins has more yards than Rogers and three more interceptions. I think it's maybe four. But you, more. but you look at what Rogers started slow, but that part of that was because their defense was really good at the start of the year as well. So he just did enough to win the games. Oh no, like, he's definitely they're the going to finish with a yeah, they're going to finish with a fourteen and three record when they beat the Lions on Sunday. So like Rogers is definitely the MVP, but I think yeah. there are going to be people that won't vote for him because of the the vaccine stuff. I think you're right, and I and and I think there's a chance that it kind of just falls into disrepute because of this, because there will be people. It's going to be pretty funny. It's going to be pretty funny seeing Aaron Rodgers talk about that. Oh, if they I don't mean, give him the back he just yeah. doesn't give a shit anymore. I watched his interview this week. He might not with comment McAfee, about it, actually, and he was just to be like, honest. I don't oh, know. no, no, he's he's speaking about all sorts of things at this point because yeah. he said like yeah. I don't care. Like I get enjoyment out of the things I get enjoyment out of, and I've stopped caring about anything else. Maybe this is the year that he wins his second Super Bowl because like he's playing MVP. so loose, and he's not like uh... MVPs don't win Super Bowls. Is that true? Go back and look. Number of times that you've had an MVP in the Super Bowl. 
they've lost in recent years. Well, they years. never give Brady the MVP, and he seems to win it every year. The so year that, that he sense. lost to the Eagles, he was MVP. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan against the Patriots was MVP. Yeah. Cam Newton against the Broncos was MVP. Yeah. Um, Lamar, oh, really... Lamar was MVP. Lamar doesn't matter. Yeah, didn't even Mahomes, didn't make Mahomes, Mahomes is Mahomes, MVP, he won, right? He that was won. the year they won. Right? No, Wasn't he won MVP the year, the year that, before. It he was won Lamar year, after. Lamar... So it was Mahomes, Lamar. Mahomes Lamar won it. Mahomes okay. won the Super Bowl. There we go. Because Mahomes yeah. was MVP last year, wasn't he? Yeah. And they lost to the Bucks. Yeah, you might have some in there, Jazz. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> I haven't heard you say that. Adrian before, Peterson, MVP. Have you not heard me say, have you not heard me say that before? I, I try not to listen to you. So. Oh, it... well, that's very kind, isn't it? <laughs> There's a... The jazz coin dips real low that you have to block a lot of things out at a certain point. I think jazz coin's gone up this episode, though. I'll give yeah. you that. I've agreed with you on. Uh, on I'll give you. Another, I'll give, I'm just looking at my phone now. I'll give you the rundown. The other ones have done it too. I'm sure Peyton Manning in 2009, with the loss to the Saints, he was the MVP that year as well. Maybe. Just... No, do you, come, do you want us to fill the to silence? Me. Come back to me. Okay. Uh, well, I... It sounds like an off-season discussion, to be honest. I've. But uh, yeah, we'll circle back to you. I've started reading an NFL book this week. If you want to, if you want to fill the silence. Yeah, what's that then? Um, it's a book by some the lead editor of the Gridiron magazine, chap I know oh, called yeah. Matthew Sherry, and it's Sherry. basically the hundred years of the NFL epitomized in twenty games. So it's twenty chapters, twenty games of American oh. football that kind of changed the NFL. Now, it's I'm enjoying it. I'm only three chapters in. I started reading it last night. It's fun because it goes all the way back to like the 1920s and the foundation of what would become the NFL. So you're talking about like the Pennsylvania triangles and all that kind of stuff. Um, and like college players playing Single for Notre and Dame and then going and playing for like the Chicago Bears on Sunday and stuff like that. But Mr. Sherry is a Patriots fan. And I've noticed that there is a Giants victory in there where the chapter is called like the first sprinklings of genius because it's obviously going to be all about Belichick and his defensive skill as mm-hmm. a coordinator helping the Giants to win a Super Bowl. And then I think the last three games in the book, or maybe four of the last six, are Patriots games of like, and it's like, dude, I know you're a Patriots fan. I know they've had like, but it's just kind of, Brady beats the Rams. Brady beats the Falcons. Uh, the tuck rule. Uh, it's like, oh, mate, just write the history of the New England Patriots if you really want to do this. You don't have to do 17 chapters of, yeah. oh, yeah, let's build up to this. Build this. Brady, Brady, Belichick, Brady, Brady, Belichick. Brady. I would, I would, you know, we've all, I don't know, though. It is a, it's when... a really good book. It's definitely worth, i give it a shout. Can I borrow it? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll finish it hopefully in the next few weeks. So, so I've got my list of MVPs up, by the way. So just going back through the years, last year Aaron Rodgers was the MVP, so it doesn't really count. Didn't win it. No. So but if you go back, the last person to win it as MVP <laughs> yeah. was Kurt Warner. Bloody ninety nine. The Rams against the Titans. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. that's pretty crazy. Because the years before, so you had Rogers last year, then Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes in twenty seventeen when Brady loses to the Eagles, he's MVP. Yeah. 2016, Matt Ryan loses to the, the Patriots. Cam Newton, 2015, loses to the Broncos. Aaron Rodgers doesn't make it to the, the game. Peyton Manning makes it against the Seahawks in 2013, loses. Loses big time, yeah. The Peterson doesn't get there at all. Rodgers is the year after he wins the Super Bowl. He's the MVP. 
in Brady in 2010, loses to the Giants. Manning in 2009, loses to the Saints. And then it was Manning the year before that. Brady loses to the Giants. LT doesn't count. Sean Alexander loses like... to the Steelers. Wow. And then so you're going back. And Rich Gannon in 2002 loses to the Bucks. Yeah. And I bet even before, there must have been when Brett Favre won. Brett Favre won it as an MVP. Yeah. Steve but Young won it as MVP. Was that 97 or something, was it? 96. So the he, was, 90s, he was MVP in 95 and 96. So the 90s. And 97. They, there was a few. And then since then, fuck all. None. Okay. If you, so far That's now. interesting. If you win the MVP, which is announced the day before, so it's a kiss of death, really, for Rogers. Then if he gets it, I think he'd rather have a second ring than uh, an MVP. So every time there's been an MVP vote, dude, don't say kiss of death because if he gets COVID and he's unvaccinated, that might be a real problem. He's already had COVID, got past it, and now transport is now, isn't he? So he doesn't care. But whenever this happens, an MVP is announced the day before a game. I will always put money on the opposite side because currently. History backs up. MVPs don't win Super Bowls. It's a good point, but that shit has to end at some point. So It does, it but it hasn't ended yet. I don't see another team at the moment looking as good as Green Bay in that NFC. When you take into account the injuries that Tampa have got at the moment and potential yeah. problems... I, ho- I, hope they go, I hope they go to the Super Bowl because they're the best best team in the NFC, they deserve. And then they play go. the Bengals, and the Bengals win. Aaron Rodgers MVP. Yeah, that's fine. MVP doesn't win again. That's what happens. Well, Heard it here first. Heard it here first. Or well, the Chiefs. Seeing him and Mahomes go back and forth. Well, as it as it stands at the moment, the Bengals will play the Colts, and if that's the case, the Bengals win that. Yeah. So then, if the Chiefs win, they, I think they'll be playing the Chiefs. Because either Buffalo or New England. Don't get too playing, excited, though. We're playing Tennessee. The Bengals are not like a, a bulletproof team. Oh no, not at all. They could lose to the Colts. It wouldn't. It wouldn't like shock me. But they are like they feel like the most dangerous team in the league right now. Yeah. After beating the Chiefs like that. Is it the? It's the Patriots against the Bills this week, isn't it? Yeah. So you could have Patriots Bills. No, no, no. That was last week. That was last. No, it wasn't. It was Bills. Bills Falcons. Last week, oh, Dave. Sorry, Come yeah. on. The week before it was Bills Pats. Sorry, the Bills, Bills beat the Bills Pats. beat the Pats. Yeah, they've already. Oh, my done bad. That. No, my bad as well. So when there isn't horrific weather, the Bills are a better team, and they showed that. They weren't that much better. Josh Allen looked like a piece of shit last week. Still beat the Patriots. And he was. Still he was, beat the Falcons. He was good at the end of the game against the Falcons, but not yeah, three three he interceptions. Did a really good job of in a row. Not good for a long. Three period. interceptions in a row, yeah. like on consecutive passes. That's I, I told That's you. People nuts. like Josh Allen aren't gonna be consistent enough to win playoff games. Probably, maybe not. Yeah, it it just depends which one shows up, and like, will you be able to get through? Four playoff games or whatever, and you think like Probably the Allen not. the Allen Dig Diggs connection last year is what the Chase Barrow connection is at the moment, and you can ride that sort of thing. Uh, I mean, the Diggs connection is still pretty alive and kicking. It's there, fair, but it's but... not. It's not like it was last year. No, no, not like it was last year. It's not that. It's not as far off as you might think. Though, Do you think anything changes know, we'll in the playoff standings then? Tennessee number one seed. Um, I'm hoping. That a shitty team like the Saints doesn't find their way in there. Really. Yeah, no, I want to see the Saints there. I hope it stays like it is. Yeah, yeah, and then the Chargers in rather than the Raiders. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but that's a good list. Like we're going to get some really nice matchups. Yeah, I'm hoping for a decent really nice. weekend. Yeah, and I don't like, even though I'm not crazy keen on the watching the Eagles play football that much at the moment. Oh, why still, would you be? They're still good enough. No. And they've won enough games this year to like justifying them being in there. So I don't think it's like they don't belong there. Well, obviously, you know, Nick Sirianni like is now God. <laughs> He's done well with uh, not like, I don't know, you're not like a really talented team. Like, he He's... has coached well, hasn't he? He's, He's done well since he realized don't throw that he can the, run ball. the ball. Yeah. Don't throw it. Yeah. But, but like, look, four wins. It's not like you've got. Amazing you talk about form going. And... You talk about form going into the playoffs. Four wins on the bounce. And genuinely, yeah. that offensive line in the run game has been savage. Yeah. So could it's you could really you play good. Dallas in, on wild card, depending on how things shake out? There? Yeah. That would be yeah. that would be great if you could take. You could beat Dallas. You could beat them this weekend. You could beat them on Sunday, and then you could beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. And then whatever happens in the division round, you probably get waxed by someone else. But so what? Like that would be such a nice year. That would be Eagles that would fans. be Philly's Super Bowl to beat Dallas back to back. <laughs> yeah. Back yeah. to back, just take their fucking souls. Yeah. That would be that would be fun. Well, we've been given um, the primetime slot, which is pretty nice on Saturday night. I was I was amazed that the huh. schedule well, you know why they did it, because they were just like Dallas is one of the biggest draws for primetime football anyway. That's why Dallas right. against the New York Giants always goes in, even when they're both terrible, because they're just huge fan bases. And big money markets. Yeah. So putting Dallas in against a divisional rival, if there's not that many games on and they're going to put the one game that really matters to Sunday night football kind of makes sense. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, um, four, four wins on the bounce going into the playoffs. If, we oh, can make it, if you can make it five in a row. Yeah, I don't know. Could it's do not. something. Do you guys, do um, what have you guys got for your bets this week? So what's your one team bet this week, Dave? I'm not do doing one team jazz. I'm what? not doing the one team. You're going for six. I'm doing six. You're going hey! for last week of the season. He's coming back around. So you're going We're for six. It. This is whoop, the whoop, toughest week to whoop, get a six. Yeah. This is without a doubt the toughest week to try and get six teams. I'm and doing it. It's and happening. this is the week. Whereas this would be the week now with the Bengals this is my week. as the uh, underdogs in that game because they are going to rest starters and everything but the Browns are going to rest Mayfield they're not that good a team anyway they've got nothing to play for Yeah, this would be the week to probably do a one team bet on that one game but you're going for six um, well you've already just said that it's kind of a coin flip game so I'm not sure that's the one bet that I'd go for but yeah okay um, yeah on, so I'm going I'm going for six and they're all spreads oh. so when in doubt Ollie, spread it out. Spread it out. <laughs> That's right. New York Jets plus 16 against the Bills. Falcons plus four and a half against the Saints. Buccaneers minus eight against the Panthers, who suck. Eagles plus four and a half against the Cowboys. I think they might just win that whole damn game anyway. Kansas City Chiefs minus 10 against the Broncos. And Bengals plus six against the Browns. And that's given me sixty-one pounds. Nice. Yeah, sixty-one. Sixty-one, baby. So I made the mistake of making this bet yesterday. 
okay, because Dave changed? said we were going to do a podcast yeah, yesterday. Yeah, uh, lots of lines have changed <laughs> since yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh, Sorry, so, Jazz. I'll start off with the headline of it. 76 to 1 is, uh, is the odds. Okay. Uh, i got the Jags plus 15 and a half against oh. the Colts. Steelers oh. to beat the Ravens. The, the Texans plus 10 and a half against the Titans. Uh, Falcons plus four and a half against the Saints. Mm-hmm. The Pats and the Dolphins to be over 40 points. This is the one that really changed since yesterday. I uh, I unfortunately got the Bengals minus three. Mm. Mm. Bengals minus three? That was the line yesterday, Bengals minus three. Rough. Yeah. Mm. So, so now since my, then, my, my they bet. announced that there's resting like three players. Bengals are like plus, plus six. six. Um, yeah, it's 10 points a... swing, pretty much. <laughs> that's a rough spot. For my, uh, my £5 bet, I can cash out now for £2.43. Jazz, I genuinely hope you win. <laughs> so do yeah, I. Yeah, this might be the time. Look, it's week 18, That'd guys. be a it's great never one. happened before for this podcast. Can't hold anything back. Special things are going to happen. Well, Keep I tried last week with my 600 to one bet. That didn't obviously didn't really work for me. I'm, yeah. I'm, full, I'm full of juice about it. So those were those were nice odds, sixty something and seventy-four. Uh, we sound, we sound, Ollie, we sound. Well, I'm saying, this my, is, I'm saying this is going to be my six hundred from last week. No, I'm not. Obviously, no. that's, that, mean, that is ridiculous. Uh, one hundred twenty-four to one. Ooh. So I've got the Bills to beat the Jets. Uh, pretty big, pretty big, big. One yeah, there. good start. Uh, I am taking the Niners to beat the Rams. Yeah. Okay, I'm taking yeah. Washington minus seven against the Giants. I'm taking okay. the Bengals to beat the Browns, the Eagles yeah. to beat the Cowboys. Yeah. And I'm saying the Niners are going to do the LA Rams. You've already said that the Niners once already. already said that. Oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. The uh, oh. oh, yeah. I wanted to leave it with actually the game that means something. So I'm taking the Raiders to beat the Chargers Ooh. on Sunday Night Football. Oh. Against your boy. Yeah. Is that the... way if he loses? Yeah, like, Herbert, oh, Herbert's my, in. It's oh, great. Oh, I like them. Oh, I hate that shit. <laughs> I don't like that. So, yeah, that's 124 uh, to 1. That That's big odds for something that's not like I thought you'd done something insane there, like bet on the Jags. So, the Eagles are underdogs, 37 to 20. <laughs> the Bengals yeah. are underdogs at 43 to 20. Uh, the Raiders are underdogs at 7 to 5. And the 49ers are underdogs at 9 to 5. And then Washington to cover the spread is 10 to 11. And the Bills is one to twelve. I like that. That's fun. I was surprised, Jess, that you didn't Big put odds. a Pittsburgh playoff berth into your bet. As in, do that. Pit, the Steelers to win and the Colts to lose, and you know, oh, like, I don't, because I, I don't see that happening. I can see the Steelers winning. The Colts, but I can't Colts see them going to lose, are they? No. I don't know. Well, weird that, things that have would happened. Be fun. Well, weird, in fairness, though, I have taken the Jags plus year. fifteen, so I have taken the spread on the Jags. The Jags could still win that game, yeah. and could still give me what. Yeah, that that's would true. Create in fairness, so. And you just need to bet on Vegas and the Chargers not being a tie. Mm. That's the other scenario you need because that'd be gr- that'd be great if those two tied <laughs> and Pittsburgh well, miss they, out on. They a could bird. do that. Yeah. They, could, they could come to an agreement beforehand. We'll just tie the game and. then it solves the problem. We'll have three hours of taking a knee and we're both in. <laughs> Brilliant. That would be scandalous. That's yeah, the trouble with putting that as well on as the last game of the weekend. Because in theory, they could both go into that and be like, well, 
Well, they could go into it both already having their playoff berths clinched. Yeah, that's true. And then there's nothing to play for. But they and could just go into reserves. it and be like, yeah, we'll just tie. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Who do you think is going to win it? You guys didn't give me a nod on Chargers. Chargers or Raiders? Chargers win by a field goal. As long as it's not a late one, there's a chance. Of Raiders, because they're playing for John. <laughs> Which John? Just playing for John. Okay, all right. I'd rather not say. I'd rather <laughs> Hunter Redfrew. Just, I'd rather, I'd rather not say. Yeah. That's saying everything, by the way. Yeah. That's like, that's like saying I'd rather not say if I'm vaccinated or not. You're not fucking vaccinated. So <laughs> it is. It is like that, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. I declined to answer. You crooked motherfucker. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Lovely. Welcome to the Play of the Podcast.